Welcome to another episode of the Inspired Biz Podcast. I am your host, Amber Wyrock. As the owner of a successful social media and digital marketing agency, I have scaled my business, grown my team, and established my place in my market. Now, I am ready to bring that expertise to emerging and developing social media managers, virtual assistants, and aspiring agency owners. On this show, I teach practical tips, provide dependable resources, and of course, share inspiring stories to help you build a solid foundation for your own business. If you're ready to grow your online biz and not just create another job for you to do, you're in the right place. So let's dig in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Inspired Biz. I am so excited that you decided to join me today. And I want to tell you why, because I originally had actually planned to do a third episode on branding. And don't worry, I will. I will get back to that. But sometimes life takes another turn and it gives you inspiration. It gives you experience. It gives you circumstances that you think, hmm, if I am dealing with this, I can't imagine that other people are not as well. So today I really want to dig into four different areas that can come up as obstacles to us growing our business, to our growth mindset. And I want to talk about these areas and share a little bit about my own experience in them. But I also want to just really provide a level of encouragement for you that maybe today, like me, you find yourself in a place where you're in one of these areas, you are up against one of these obstacles. And I'm hoping that this message is exactly what you need in this moment to help you overcome that obstacle, to take that next step forward, to do the next right thing. So let's dig into it. Today, I want to talk about these obstacles that come up when we are in the midst of our work. So a little bit of context, yesterday in particular was a pretty stressful day for myself and for my husband individually at his workplace and obviously inside of my business. And at the end of the day, we came together after work and we were able to process what we were feeling, what had happened, what we were dealing with. And the overall theme between both of us was these four areas. And it was so intriguing that, you know, his field, he is a sales director at a car dealership and I am running my own business, my own VA business. And we obviously are in completely different industries, completely different areas of work and focus. However, the obstacles were exactly the same. They were exactly the same guys. And it just got me thinking, okay, this is not unique to what I'm dealing with. And it's not unique to what he's dealing with. And I want to just say that really quickly for you. It is not unique to what you are dealing with. You are not alone in some of these. And so today we're going to hit on these points, these roadblocks or these obstacles of feeling stuck, of feeling overwhelmed, of feeling defeated and of feeling drained. And we're going to dig into each one of these about why you might be there. And then also ways that you can move beyond that obstacle. You can take that next right step. So first of all, I want to talk about that feeling of being stuck. Okay. That I have to say is one of the biggest lies that I have had to really deconstruct and dismantle in my own life. It is in fact a lie. Often when we feel stuck, one of two things is happening. 
we either feel like our first choice or our choices have been taken from us and we don't really want to go on a different path. So that's the first one. The decision has been made for us or it has been taken away from us and we don't want to go down the other path that is presented to us, which is okay and understandable. It is okay if you see the other choice that has been given to you, maybe by your employer, maybe by your significant other, your partner, it doesn't matter. But whatever that choice is that's been presented to you or that has been taken away from you, it is okay to not like the situation that you're in. It is also okay to mourn and grieve the decision that has been taken from you or the choice that has been taken from you. And guys, sometimes the choice is taken from you and sometimes it's just circumstances, but it is okay to spend time in that place of grieving the loss of our first choice. We have to be okay to let ourselves feel disappointed and to hang out in that place, but we cannot stay there. When we hang out in that feeling of, I hate this decision that has been forced upon me. I don't want to make this decision. I'm just going to stay put. That is, we actually make agreement with that lie that we are stuck. At some point, we have to move to a more solution-focused place where we determine if we will take that new path and we will forge ahead. The other reason that I think we sometimes find ourselves stuck is fear. (laughs) Maybe fear of hurting someone, fear of loss, a fear of change, fear of the unknown. It doesn't really matter what the fear is, but that fear can keep us really bound up and locked up and ultimately stuck in our lives and in our businesses. So I want to share a little bit of my own story and my own walk with fear. It's a long one, so I won't share the whole story. But as you know, a year and a half ago, I made the decision to move away from my nine to five role of working for someone else and to make the decision to start my own business, socially inspired. Just because I made the decision then does not mean that it was not something I was wrestling with for a long time before that. And I have to tell you, I really believed for a period of time that I was stuck. I was stuck where I was at and I had no path out. I was not feeling like someone had taken a choice from me. It was completely, completely about the fear. I had a fear around just the change, what that would look like, how that would even work. I had fear around relationships that would change or even be lost. You know, I had a great community where I was at and I knew no matter what, no matter how close you stay with people, relationships shift and change as you move away from that community. I had a financial fear. You know, I obviously I had the support of my partner, but making the decision to leave the steady constant of your income coming in two times a month to branch out and dive into the unknown was terrifying. I was fearful and I stayed stuck for a long time, longer than I should have. And I want to talk with you about that today so that maybe you will be saved from the idea of staying stuck too long. If you are sitting in that place of fear, I want you to really examine that fear. Is there a basis to it? So let's say a financial fear. Let's figure out what that looks like and actually dig into it and determine, is it a genuine, reasonable fear? Or is it something that I am deciding to be fearful of? 
Then beyond that, if it is a reasonable fear, you have a decision to make. Will you start building structures and systems to overcome that obstacle or do you stay there? If you decide, well, I just, I have to have this income and I can't make any, I can't make a decision based off of that. Then you have a choice, friend. You have a choice of how do I start changing that path? How do I start saving towards this? Maybe you start the business before you leave the nine to five, but you do have a decision to make. Will I stay stuck or will I move beyond this obstacle? The second thing I want to talk about today is the feeling of overwhelm. And oh my goodness, that is one that I feel so intensely sometimes. That is one that comes on in waves. And I want to dig into why we might be feeling overwhelm and what that is usually an indicator of. So overwhelm is often telling you something. And for each person, it might be a little bit different. Our feelings are an indicator and we should listen to them. Perhaps you've taken on too much or you aren't managing your time the way you should. Maybe you need to consider setting or resetting boundaries. Perhaps there are some relationships that need to be evaluated in your life or things that you've said yes to that you shouldn't. Maybe it's time to seek out outside help to help as a coach or as a therapist to help you through these moments of overwhelm. When we feel a sense of overwhelm, whether it's in our life or in our work, it's because something is amiss, my friend. And instead of spiraling into the overwhelm, we need to push pause and take stock of what is actually happening around us. Oftentimes, a sense of overwhelm, I find, is a decision that I have made. Either I have made a decision to take on more than I should, or I've said yes to something that I shouldn't, or I put off something that I should have been taking care of sooner. But I will tell you the truth. Overwhelm is often something that is an indicator that I need to look internally and figure out, are there systems that I need to put in place or change in order to avoid feeling this again? Let's talk about when you feel drained and let's just call it when you're feeling uninspired. This happens to us all. I don't care how much you like your business, how much you like your job. It doesn't matter. We will just feel drained at times. We will hit patches where we just feel like we are on this hamster wheel, not really getting anywhere. And we are exhausted. And my biggest piece of advice to overcome this obstacle is to get off the wheel. (laughs) Essentially make a change in that moment with what you're doing. It can be small. Maybe it's deciding to get up from your desk and go take a walk, get out in the sunshine, get some fresh air. I don't know about you. I sit in my office most days all day long, and I have to be very, very intentional about making sure that I get up and get away from my desk every once in a while. Or maybe we need to clock out for the day and rest. I know, gasp. (laughs) But remember, this is my other piece of advice. You are the boss. You have control, whether it's over your business or even just over your own body and your own mind, you are in charge. So if you need to step away and rest, listen to that. Maybe it's time to move on to another project that will bring out those creative juices again, get those flowing. 
whatever it is, when we feel drained, it often can be because we are. Myself, I am a like push through and task oriented person at times. And I can get very, very hyper focused on a task. And my goal is to always move it to the done pile. I use Trello. Trello is amazing. If you haven't used it yet, you should definitely check it out. But I love at the end of the day for everything to be in the done card. Unfortunately, that is not always how life works. And so what I was finding is that I would push through a task, even if I was feeling drained or uninspired, just to be able to hit the end where I could move it to the done. Unfortunately, what that did was two things. One, it made me start to kind of not like certain tasks. I would dread them. I would feel drained. I would just be like, oh, I don't want to do this. And then the other thing that would happen is that I felt like my work quality was not the same. I wasn't approaching each task with creativity or innovation or excitement. And whether or not my clients knew it, I could tell the difference. So what I did was I started to really build in permission to leave things in progress. This is how type A my brain is. I actually set up a separate card on my Trello board that says in progress so that in the moments when I needed to move away from that project and I needed to work on something else, or honestly, I just was hitting a wall and it was time to put it to rest. I would move that task to the in progress. And it still felt, felt like, okay, I'm making progress, (laughs) but it wasn't in the done card yet, but it helped me know that it is okay to sometimes push pause, to change direction, to take a rest, whatever it needs to be, because proceeding when you're feeling drained is not necessarily going to help you be your best. And it's definitely not going to help you live that inspired life that I know you want to live. As an owner of a virtual business, we often experience ups and downs and usually just as many misses as we have hits. I know in my own journey to grow my business, I have leaned into the expertise and the support of a coach from time to time. One of my favorite things to do is to journey with someone arm in arm to help them reach their goals. And as your coach, that is exactly what I will do. I help emerging and developing social media managers, virtual assistants, and aspiring agency owners to create the foundation they need to scale, to serve more clients, and ultimately to reach the goals they have set for themselves. If you're ready to find out how a coach can help you, use the link in the show notes to schedule a discovery call with me today. Okay, friends, here's your chance. What burning questions do you have for me? Do you want to know more about the why behind me starting Socially Inspired? Or maybe you have a more tactical question about tips and tricks for managing your day-to-day operations. Whatever you may want to know, I want to hear from you and would welcome the opportunity to do an episode based on what you want to hear most. So, If you have any specific questions about current episode or about a new topic, let me know. Click the burning questions link in the show notes and leave me a message to let me know what you want to hear more of. Finally, I want to talk about that obstacle of feeling defeated. 
So this one I left for last because I just wanted to kind of share my heart around this. So often as business owners, we can hit these snags or hit these spots where we just feel like we're not making any headway. Maybe you've lost a client or maybe you are struggling with booking those discovery calls. Whatever it might be, those moments of defeat are real and hard and so incredibly debilitating that first and foremost, I want to let you know that I get it and you're seen and I have them too. I have those moments where I just am like, what am I doing? In those moments of feeling defeat, friends, I want to encourage you to go back to your victories. The art of remembering is something that I have taken very seriously over the last few years. I journal. I don't know if you're a journaler, but I journal for this very reason. Sometimes journaling is about getting your thoughts out and giving you a platform to write them down. But for me, journaling has become a tool that I use to remember, to go back to the victories, to be able to see the evidence of growth, to be able to know where I have come from, how far I have. Have I arrived? Am I done? Absolutely not. But I have come far. And friend, I'm going to promise you, if you start writing down your victories, even the little ones, those are the things that you can return to in those moments of defeat. Those are the things that you can go back to and read through and remind yourself, number one, why you got started. What was the purpose behind this? We talked about that purpose-driven brand. Going back to that purpose and that why is going to help you so much when you're feeling this feeling of defeat. But it also helps to spur you towards the next phase. Because the truth of the matter is when you revisit those memories, you can see the growth. But what it should do is encourage you to not want to stay where you're at currently, to want to move beyond that, to continue to grow. So maybe you're not a journaler. Maybe you need to find other ways to keep track of your victories. Maybe you need a whiteboard and you can write them up and have them on the wall to be able to look at anytime you want. Whatever that path is or whatever that tool is that you would use, find something to be able to remember because defeat will come. That Not defeat. Let me rephrase that. The feeling of defeat will come because we are not defeated, my friends. We are not. But the feeling of defeat will crop up. It will come. So we have to be prepared to go to battle against that defeat. We have to be prepared to go against it and say, no, I see evidence of growth in my life. I see evidence of new territory that I'm taking, and I am going to choose to go back to my why and keep on growing. So like I said, this episode was really born out of my own experiences over the last few days and this conversation with my husband and just this sense of, you know, other people might be hitting some of these obstacles, some of these roadblocks, and maybe they just need a little bit of encouragement, a little bit of oomph to get them past that roadblock to get them past that wall and really keep walking it out, keep walking out their journey to growth and amazing business 
inspiration. So that is all I have for you today, friends. I hope that you have found encouragement in this podcast episode, and I will see you next week. You've just listened to another episode of the Inspired Biz Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you have found your business inspiration today, we want to know about it. We'd love to personally connect with you as our listener. So please take a moment to send an email to info at sociallyinspiredmanagement.com and let us know what you love about the Inspired Biz, which episode has impacted you the most, and what you'd like to hear more of. We also have a wide variety of resources available to you to help you get started in your own business. Check out sociallyinspiredmanagement.com for a full list of those resources. Finally, if you're ready to take your virtual business to the next level, check out the link in the show notes to set up a coaching discovery call. I would love to talk with you about your goals and how coaching can help you reach them. With that, until next time, stay inspired, friends.